535 heading south to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's your boy, AAA, for this uh, piss-stop edition of Chiefs versus Bengals AFC Championship on the line. And we're just going to get right into it. You know how we do it on the pit stop. Ten minutes or less, I'll give you everything you need to know about the game. So, yes, the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs the last three times, including the AFC Championship game last year. Now, some might say the Bengals have the Chiefs' numbers, but simply isn't the case. Honestly, if you go back and watch the last three times they played, the Chiefs should have won. But there's two reasons why the Chiefs keep losing to the Bengals, and it all has to do with second chances. The Bengals get too many second chances versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are giving them too many second chances. In two of the three games... That the Chiefs lost, they led the game in turnovers. The only game in which they didn't lead in turnovers, they happened to be 2-1 to one in penalties for the Bengals, which helps them extend those drives and get those second chances. Only way to get second chances in the NFL is with a flag or a turnover, and the Chiefs are struggling mightily in controlling the football or controlling their own emotions, leading to second chances for the Bengals, which they had an opportunity to get off the field multiple times, lets the Bengals work the comebacks and win those games. So first key to this game is no second chances for the Bengals. You've got to learn, you've got to be disciplined, and you've got to control the football because all of these games have been decided by one score or less. So the team with the most second chances will win this game just like the last three games. The team with the most second chances won the game when it came to the Chiefs and Bengals. You've got two very good quarterbacks in this game are capable of making any throw, any play in the NFL. So whichever team gives that QB the second chance to make a play, they're not going to miss, right? It's like giving Steph a second chance at a three-pointer. He's not going to miss. And what you've seen in those last three games is the second chance leads to the team that's winning, be it flag or turnover. So that's something that you want to be able to control. The second thing, or the second key to the game is... Your offense cannot forget about the run if you are the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, there's times where the Chiefs get a little bit too pass happy, and understandably so, when you've got the best quarterback in the NFL. But you also got to look at your matchup here. And the last three times you've played the Bengals, the lowest yards per carry you had was 5.5. You've averaged 5.5 yards or more per carry in every single game against the Joe Burrow Bengals. And so that's something that you need to continue and can't forget about. Even if you get down early, you cannot forget about the run because they're basically giving you a first down every two plays. And the Bengals also happen to give up the six most yards per carry in the NFL at 4.9. So it's very imperative here, especially with the banging up Mahomes, you lead, you lean and lead with your run game. 
You cannot forget about your run game, especially in the second half to try to ice this thing. But very early on, you need to establish the run this game. I know I sound very old school football here, but with a team that's as bad as against the run as the Bengals are, it's something you can't forget. I understand you want to show that Mahomes is healthy, but the best way to beat the Bengals is to make sure you're running the football and make sure that you have more running plays than passing plays in this game because that's going to lead to a victory here, especially with how porous this Bengals defense is. And then it's eventually going to open up a big play over the top. That's your second key to the game. Third key to the game is find Spagnola and tell this man to control himself. I've never seen anyone with the urge to blitz and put their thumbprint on the game more than Spagnola. But against this Bengals team, that's not what you want to do. That's not how you beat them. Go look at the last game the Chiefs played with the Bengals. They got torched on the run, on the pass, anything that was between the numbers and the middle of the field. The Chiefs absolutely got torched, especially when they sent pressure because you're moving one to two, sometimes three guys out of the center of the field and leaving it wide open for Burrow to throw the ball. And it's very hard for your DB to protect the slant route to the middle of the field when you send all that pressure and there's no traffic to stop the wide receiver's route. Then it just becomes a timing pattern and you can't do anything about it for the most part. So... It's very imperative that you have to lean on the investment that you made on this defensive line with your first round pick going to Frank Clark with all pro Chris Jones and a first round pick going to George Kalafis. That's a lot of investment in your defensive line and you're going to have to trust them here. You are going to have to trust that that group can get pressure on their own because if you blitz Burrow, who's got one of the best QBRs against pressure, you're going to lose this game. You need to play safe. You need to put as much people back as you can to one, protect the run because you got gashed last last time you played because you sent pressure all the time and they ran right by you. And two, you got past, you got uh, destroyed in the passing game because you set pressure and you left a ton of open yardage in the middle of the field. And the Bengals happen to be one of the best teams when it comes to yak, yards after catch. The bonus is if you leave those people in the middle of the field and the Bengals have to throw outside the numbers, now you get to play with what is basically an extra defender in the sideline and you get to really limit the amount of yards after catch the Bengals can get. And if you go look at the last game, whenever the Bengals had to throw outside, they weren't getting any yak. You had an extra defender with that sideline. But when we were blitzing, the middle of the field was wide open. And so it really limited what the Chiefs were able to do to get the Bengals off the field because there wasn't any help there. You were outnumbered as far as trying to protect against a runner passing play because you ran right by the Bengals offense. So you really got to control Spagnola here and have him play a very basic defense to where we're not blitzing, we're not sending heat, we're trusting the guys up front to get home on Burrow because this offensive line is susceptible, but we're giving them outs all the time when we send pressure and allow Burrow to make an easy read or allow a three-yard slant pattern to turn into a 15-yard play 
because we don't have anybody there. So it's very, very important that we scale it back on defense. I know that's almost counterintuitive, but it's really what you want to do here. You almost want to play how teams have been playing Mahomes, right? Keep people back, allow him to throw, but don't pressure him because he's always going to find the right place to throw the ball. And your final key to the game here, it's going to come down to which team on both sides of the ball can perform the best in the red zone, right? When it comes to red zone defense and not giving up touchdowns, the Bengals are one of the best in the NFL. The Chiefs are one of the worst in the NFL. And that's a narrative that you're going to have to flip here. The Chiefs offense is one of the best at scoring, but so too are the Bengals. So it's going to be what team can kind of flip that narrative. The Chiefs really need to be able to flip that narrative in order to beat this Bengals team because the team that settles for field goals or the the team that has to get field goals instead of being able to punch the ball into the end zone is going to be the team that loses this game. So you know you're going to be with a potent offense versus a potent offense. So you're going to have to be able to score in the red zone. And I think that's going to lead to the winner of, of this game. So follow those keys to the game, even with a banged up Mahomes. I think the Chiefs can win this game if they don't abandon the run, right? If they play with their base defense and not send pressure at Burrow. If they limit those second chance opportunities with turnovers and flags, because that's really how you've lost the first three games is ill-timed flags and really bad turnovers, whereas the Bengals, for the most part, have protected the ball. And then the third and final key to the game is if you have an opportunity to score in the red zone, you cannot be settling for field goals. You saw uh, one of the last times you played where you missed a field goal to tie it, right? You can't allow that to happen, especially with the shaky kicker this year. So those are your keys to the game. And remember, the Chiefs, for the fourth time, will play the Bengals for the second time in the AFC Championship, the Burrow-led Bengals, and are trying to like buck that trend of losing to this team. So this is a big one. A lot of like legacy on the line here. The game is going to be at 530 the Chiefs run the ball. The Chiefs win this game. Go Chiefs. Follow us at I-35 Sports Connection and let me know what you think. We out.